Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Detaching the ones who keep acting attached to leech. I am no pastor, but actually preach. And look up these letters and actually read. That was where it all began. Had to put in work every day. We got it in. We chased all our dreams, and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy. Welcome to season four, episode one of the Porch Podcast. It's your boy, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo, and you know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog. What's going on, y'all? It's your main man right here, Big Smitty, a.k.a. D-Nice. And you heard what Bolo just said. This is the porch. Welcome. 2024, man, we in the building, man. It's, it's, it's my Kobe year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's our Kobe year, 2024, Ooh. man. And you know, man, one of his famous quotes he had was, did job finish? Job not finished, and job, job ain't done. finished. Job ain't done yet, Bolo. We grew a lot last year. I know you saw the real, the real we put out, Port Family, showing all the amazing guests we had. Shout out to all the amazing guests of 2023. But 2024? Take it up. <laughs> Next level. Climbing that up. ladder, Bolo. And we can't Can do we that. Get much higher. So high. So high. Come on now. And we can't climb without who? G-O-D. You know we can't come up to the portion unless we thank the man above. We ten toes down on God's green pastures, man. New year, new blessings, new goals. Hopefully y'all listen to this, man. Y'all thankful. Y'all made it to the new year, man. Welcome to another season of The Porch Podcast, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And although we are on to new things, some things do stay the same. And that mm. one thing that does stay the same is one of our sponsors, man, Bet Online, man. It's NFL playoff time right now. And man, the Ravens is rolling. They got a bye week for the wild card. The Niners got a bye week. The Eagles been struggling. They now in the wild card. So many amazing games, man. And I know for all my gamblers right here on the porch who's tuning in, I know y'all need a betting site and the best site to go bet and make some money is betonline.ag man use the promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v to get your promotion 50 percent plus bonus i know i'm gonna be on there this weekend but some big time games man big time. my why my coach didn't get a ball to jonathan taylor it Four, took him hey, up the game bolo Boyfriend one bro my dog was averaging over six yards to carry bro he was he was vintage jt too that's what made me mad 180 it was, it was vintage jt and at at the at, at that point, bro, if I wanna if I wanna translate this football game to basketball, bro, talk to me. At the end of the game, bro, you want to get a ball to Steph Curry, you want to get a ball to LeBron, you want to get a ball to your guys, man. You want to get a ball to your guys who have the hot hand, not a third string running back who's ice cold. Come on, brother, cold. We put in the game. We put in the game in the hands of. First of all, Gardner Mitchell, who, hey, had a good season, stepped over Arrow 5, got hurt. Overseas. At the end of the day, just being real, like, and I like Gardner, but just being real, look at his history. We know we know Gardner's limited at the end of the day. I'm not putting the, the game on the line. I'm not putting it in, in his hands, number one. Number two, I damn for sure ain't putting it in the hands of a third-string running back. And shout out to Goodson, because I'm not even mad at him, I agree, honestly. Bro. It's I really agree. hard to be cold like that, but we play. You can't be cold and say, hey, game, yeah. game's in your hands. What? And the fans... And the fans been giving them a hard time. And, and I, I agree. I think we speaking from frustrations because the game was so close. We had it literally like on the palm of our hands. Right Look there. at me being an indie talking about us. Yeah. I you know it. what I mean? But but I, I was there though. Like I was I was like excited. Like I was like in the moment. Like I wanted the, the coach to really win that game because it, it was theirs to lose. But um, yeah, man, you can't put that on him, man. He, he was cold. Like, you know, it was a situation where the coaches put him in the game, you know, 
had he caught the ball, had he not caught the ball, I mean, I just think it was a bad play. You know what I mean? I think I, I definitely agree. Like, if he would have caught the ball, it'd been the first down. Oh yeah. So, like, so real quick for clarity, I don't think the play call was bad. I think the personnel was bad. Correct. Because like at the end Correct. of the day, one, it was a bad throw. Let's keep it real. It was short. It was behind him. Yeah. Just had to turn around, reach down. But also, you get paid a lot of money. And we it, always say in football, you if the ball touch your hands, you got to catch that gotta thing, Bolo. Got to catch that motherfucker. And so he man. still should have caught it. But all I'm saying is, man, John Tepper, you got to be in the game. I know he had hurt his heel earlier in the game, but it, he came back in. He, he was running that entire drive. Um, and, I, and real quick, I got to put a little bit of blame on JT, too. I love JT. Amazing game. But you as a star player, you got to tell Coach, nah, I'm staying in. I'm not coming out. I'm yeah. not coming out. Like you are best player saying you got to say, I'm not coming out. And also, lastly, on that third down, if you guys remember that play, man, I feel like JT could have got the first down. He ran straight. He ran out of bounds. He has space. So I feel like he lowers his shoulder and just says, I'm, I'm falling forward. He fight for an extra yard. I think he gets the first down. But I think he ran out of bounds because of his heel. You guys can tell I'm not over it yet. But shout out to the Texas. Shout out to CJ Stroud, man. Big fan of his. D'Amico Ryan, first-year head coach. Great story. And um, we're going to dive into some more sports later. But yeah, a, th a thousand percent, bro. And before we move on, I, I just want to say this about the Texas and the Colts. I think the Texas and the Colts are probably one of the most dangerous teams because they both overachieved this year. Yeah. So them going into the playoffs, bro, they don't really have nothing to lose. You know what I'm saying? If the Colts would have played the Browns or, you know, obviously the Texans are playing the Browns. The Texans are going in there on a high right now because they understand that, hey, we weren't even supposed to be here. We got a, a first-time head coach. We got a, a rookie quarterback. You know what I'm saying? We underachieved last year, and now we are in the playoffs. Like, let's yeah. let's go boss to the wall. So those are the dangerous teams you got to watch out for. So, and I, and I definitely think the Colts would have been in that same position. But, you know, I think it's a lot of upside for the Colts, a lot of things to look forward to next year. So we'll see. We'll see what happens in the, in the offseason. Nah, most definitely, man. And the Texans are at home because the Jags lost, so they won the AFC yeah. South. So now Cleveland got to go there. So we shall see, man. But, uh, man, man uh, I'm so excited today, though, Bolo, man, because we are bringing the people something fresh, something mm. hot, something new for the new year, man. And shout out to you for coming up with such an incredible idea. You know what I mean? Bolo, hey, y'all, don't sleep on Bolo's creativity, hey, man. This man on. always, he get in that gym, he be sweating and doing his curls, and I get a video out of nowhere. Hey, just start to, hey, some of that gym make your brain start going, don't it, Bolo? Hey, the 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 ideas get to flowing. Hey, yeah. I'm telling you, man. That's why I got to continue to get in the gym. Before we get into the next topic, though, mm -hmm. hey, man, it's 2024. I know everybody got goals. Everybody got things they want to accomplish, man. I'm back in the gym right now. I'm feeling great. Obviously, a new year, it shouldn't, it shouldn't change a lot. You should have been starting things before the new year. But, hey, it's okay to start fresh. It's okay to start something new, start with a clean slate and get after it. So I'm excited, man. I'm on this health journey, man, and I'm going to continue to flow with this health journey. So if y'all rocking with this health journey, man, you know, make sure that y'all, you know, locked in, dialed in. It's okay to mess up. Just know you can always start over, man. And yeah, man, we're going we gonna to keep it moving, man. It's 2024, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. I love it, man. The, the pregame speech, the postgame speech, mm. the positive vibes, the energy. Uh, hey, y'all, Bolo used to give us the best pregame speech, by the way, back during football. So it don't surprise me that Come still on. today, he's now translated that those football speeches to life lessons, man. That's what I'm talking Big about. Big dog shit, man. That's why you my dog, bro. Give him my flowers, bro. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's why I love this dog, man. For real. Love you too, my dog, man. Love you too, my God. Me ain't got to say that more. It's okay. You ain't soft. You a grown ass shit. man. It's okay to say I love, I love, I love my brother. What you talking about, man? You know say it now while we yeah. here and while we can't say it. Come on, <laughs> come on, yeah. come on now. All right, but anyway, man, I teased y'all enough. We yeah. got a brand new segment that my boy Bolo Band put together, sponsored by Bet Online, man. It's called What's Your 
response. We about to get spicy, man. Bolo, can you please explain briefly what this is, and then can we dive into our first scenario? Yes, yes. So, Porsche family, me and my boy Big Smitty need some help, all right? Mm -hmm. So, this segment is called What's Your Response? So, this is where we'll get a real-life scenario from our friends or family, real-life people, real-life scenarios, and instead of us giving our advice on that specific scenario, we'll ask our guests or even the Porsche family to give their advice on that specific scenario. Mm -hmm. So, today... Obviously, heading into 2024, we got to start fresh. And you know I got some tea, y'all. So this scenario, I really want to get y'all advice on it because I was kind of torn. So check mm. this out. One of my good friends came to me with a situation that happened to him on New Year's, right? Mm -hmm. He's been in a relationship for about six years with his lady. Um, and on New Year's, they went their separate ways, right? So mm -hmm. she went to the club with her girls. He went to the club with the guys. The next morning at breakfast, obviously, you talking about your night, you're talking about how your new year went, yada, yada, yada. So um, she mentioned that she didn't have to pay for much because a gentleman paid for her drinks. The conversation literally went zero to 100. This is what he told me, went zero to 100, y'all, because he mentioned that if he would have bought a woman some drinks, he would be in the wrong. So I got to ask y'all, I got to get the advice. He asked me, he says, is it acceptable for her to accept drinks from men? So my question that I'm going to ask y'all, y'all got to help me out. What do y'all think? Mm, what's your response? What are y'all responses to this one? But I know we I know we really want to care about what the people say, but we got to give our little two cents on this as well. So real quick, man, it's funny you bring this up, the scenario. I saw I, I have a couple of homegirls out here in L.A. I ain't going to say no names, but I got a couple of homegirls out in LA, here in L.A., where they kind of like talk to me about this, like, hey, yeah, like, yeah, I got I got a dude, I got a boyfriend, whatever, I got a fiance, whatever the case may be. But he understands that when I go out with the homegirls, you know, we looking good, we dressing good, whatever, whatever. Mm. There's men who's gonna want to buy us drink. And I told him straight up that hey, I'm going to accept it because I'm saving money. I'm saving us money. And it's been cases where though some men are okay with that because the woman has told him straight up that this is what's how it's gonna go down. He ain't about to get my number. He ain't about to do nothing. It's just some innocent little, you know, maybe some innocent little flirting just to keep them like thinking shit is sweet. Get the drinks and then the girls go do their own thing. They go, they go go to their own section. They got their drinks and they're good. Me, on the other hand, though, I'm not having that shit. That's not what I'm doing. I really, and I also would say this. I think if you marry, it's, it's different than if it's just like your girlfriend. I believe like you got that thing on your finger. I think it's disrespectful. For another man to approach that woman, that married woman, that woman who's committed to her husband, you walk up, see that ring on her finger, and you want to offer her a drink. Because my question is always to the men, what are your intentions? Why are you buying mm. them a drink? Are you buying them a drink just because you just got a lot of money and you're just in a good mood? Well, if that's the case, get on the fucking DJ mic and tell everybody that drinks are on me. <laughs> Don't go up here to my Don't buy woman. buy that specific person to drink. You Talk to me. Everybody to drink. Everybody. Now we cool. Now we got saying. something going, big money. But when you go to my woman specifically, what are your intentions? You're giving them a drink thinking that's going to lead to like you getting their number, lead to you dancing with them, and lead to you going home. Not with my woman, not with my wife. So I think when you marry, especially, it's a hell no. If it's your girlfriend, for me, it's still a no. But I think it's a little bit more wiggle room because, it's like, if you ain't married, like, we grown now. If you ain't married, like, we together, but we ain't together together. Like, we ain't, you haven't, as the man, you ain't fully tied that in and made that full commitment. So from a woman's perspective, it's like, why am I going to spend my money and miss out on opportunities to meet people, get some free drinks, et cetera, 
when you ain't even took that 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 bending knee to even fully commit to me. I'm fully committed to you and your ass and your feelings, and you ain't fully committed to me. So that's my two cents. Probably more like ten cents. But that's I mean, what I, I think I think I think it comes back to a respect thing. Like married or not, I think it's a respect thing. But from a guy's point, though, I think with a guy, everything is intentional. You know what I'm saying? So maybe not right now. You know, me offering this lady a drink, maybe right not right now. It doesn't mean anything. But it's a means for me to walk through the door, though. You know what I'm saying? It's mm -hmm. a means to conversation. It's a means for me to continue to, you know, pursue whatever I'm trying to pursue. And I think married or not, like a lot of guys really don't give a fuck. Like if they if they look no. good, like they gonna they gonna they gonna press the issue. You know what I'm saying? Like just like in high school, college, whatever, whatever. Yeah. You walk down the street, like, hey, what's up, shorty? You got a man? Yeah, I got a man. Whatever, whatever. Shit, can I be your friend? He don't let you have no friends. Like that. That be the that be the quick quickest line a motherfucker say is like, damn, you can't have no friends. Like they don't really care. You know what That's I'm saying? But I think I think it is disrespectful though. I think it's yeah. I think I think it's disrespectful. I get you saving money. I get you know maybe it's a nice gesture, but you know the double standard in it is like, hey, if I'm at the club, woo woo, like I'm doing my thing, and I'm like, shit, this is a nice looking woman or a nice group of women right here. Shit, I'm a I'm a I'm a go ahead and get them a bottle or buy them a couple drinks, you know. Yeah. Hey, how 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 is my lady receiving that? You know what I'm saying? It's I think it's just a it's a I tough situation, it. but I but I do know. That women go into clubs and get free drinks all the time. You all know the time. And you know, sometimes it's inevitable, but at the same time, I'm like, mm, that shit yeah. ain't cool though. Shit ain't cool, man. So I, I this is one of those situations where I really am excited to see how a woman responds to it, just because yeah. you know, guys ain't really going in there and that bitch and getting them for free. Like girls can go, you know, you got a pretty face, nice body, you're gonna go in there and pretty much get anything you want and you know, probably not have to spend you know, a dollar in that bitch. But I really do think a lot of shit is intentional though. Yeah. From, from a man's perspective. So uh, a motherfucker told me back in the day, if, if you make them smile, you got them. So for me, it's like, bro, if you accept that drink from their end, they got you. Yeah. Even if they don't pursue you, they know that like, since you accept my drink, then you gonna accept this conversation that we about to have. Cause I bought you a drink. Yeah. Exactly. Even in the slightest, you know what I'm saying? It ain't gotta be a, a real in-depth conversation. But since I bought you a drink though, the common courtesy side of the things is for you to at least talk to me for a little bit. Yeah, just like Come at on, least bro. a couple minutes. That's real, bro. And people say, women, man, they say, man, they love a man and make them laugh, make them smile, man. It might be a dude don't even look that good to him, but they just make them feel good inside, make yeah. them happy. They appreciate that. And now they are gonna talk to you. So, nah, that's real. I can't wait to hear from that's the Porsche crazy, family. Man. And definitely the ladies of the Porsche. I mean, the ladies of the Porsche to comment. I want to hear from y'all. Gotta comment show. below. Gotta comment below. Let us know man. what you think, man. Let us know. Do you you got another one, uh, Bolo, or, or do we got or are we one and done today? That was a real good one. I didn't know if you no, had another one. I think one. it's I think it's 2024. I think it's only right we pop up with a banger, y'all. And like I said, it's 2024. So, you know, I, I'm that cool, casual, nonchalant type of guy. I'm gonna be real, real like in the middle. Like I ain't gonna be too swaying towards the guy side, too sway, sway towards the women's side. I always keep it balanced and even, right? So one of my homies hit me up, right? And he was like, Man, you know what? You know, I make a lot of, I make a lot of money, man. And he was like, I find myself always going on dates, paying everything and paying for nails, hair, all this stuff like that. And, you know, only thing I really get is sex. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I really want to be, you know, in a situation where people are nurturing and taking care of me too. He said, I'm at the point where I'm done dating women that make minimum wage. So I got to ask you, Porch family, uh -oh. what's your thoughts about a man saying I'm done dating women that make minimum wage?
Preach. My brother Damn. preaching. I am not dating no woman who ain't making no money. I agree 1,000%. Obviously, we both married men, so we're speaking hypothetical, but I'm going to be real with you. My, my wife paid. I'm sorry to say. Hey, I'm talking my it. shit today. My wife, she make my wife money. We good. Like, we bred it. If something happens, if, if I fall off, we still good, is what I'm trying yeah. to say right now. And, so, and, for uh, me, and for me, you know, even in my household, like, that's what I consider as almost being equally yoked as well. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, at the end of the day, I know if I fall short or whatever, whatever, like, she going to pick up the slack. You know, yep. like people say all the time, it ain't always got to be 100 to zero or 50, 50. It could be 60, 40, 30, 70, but it don't matter what the ratio is for the man or woman. Mm -hmm. Just know that if I fall short on that 30, I know she's going to cover that 70. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how it always got to play out. So to have somebody that you can rely on like that, I think it allows you to do more. And it's almost like a, almost another safety net for you, too, yeah. uh, when it comes to trying to accomplish certain stuff. And I'm glad your boy brought up too. He like, listen, I I want more than just sex. I can get sex from any woman in the world. Just being real, like that's whatever. Anybody can offer that. What more are you offering? And it's like, just like a woman want to be like, they want their hair done and nails done and toes done. So now my man want want you to pay for their haircut, not because I can't do it. It's just the thought that you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Men get men get they little, they get their manicures and stuff too. Hey, it's a spot out here in LA where you get a a glass of whiskey and you got women who do a, a clean manicure and pedicure yeah take care of me take i like my i like a nice back take massage at the spa like why can't why it's 2024 we're gonna keep saying that all episode long we gotta change the narrative all that I macho do. macho man shit fuck all that i'm trying to relax i want my shoulders massaged and relax take care of that for me and, I, and a lot of a lot of stuff in the, in this world you need money for it is what it is i'm not saying money's the most important it's love it's family we know all that but on this earth, you need some bread. And we two damn grown, but you be walking around here broke. I'm sorry. Okay. We 30 plus years old. I'm going to be 30 in about 10 days. My birthday. I might be Big dog years. shit. Big, Big 30. Steph Curry Steph year. Curry year. I'm sh taking all shots Steph this Curry year. The shot. And I'm like, doing that no look. I'm turning around because I know no motherfuckers are switching. So that's my mindset this you know year. I can't be with nobody who, I, who ain't. Because to me, if you 30 something years old and you minimum wage in today's age, in today's world, Back in the days, I, I might you might have a little bit more leeway. In today's age, today's world, bro, so many opportunities to make money, so many opportunities to like hustle, figure it out, get another job, Uber. It's just so many. It's too many routes, so many opportunities. Like you can make some bread. There's no way I'm out here busting my ass doing all this and that to, to take care of both of us, and you only bring him a, 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 a seven. What's minimum wage now? Eight twenty-five or something. Yeah, and, and, and I guess and like, I, I get minimum wage is low, but you know we just talking I know about you, mean. you like, mean just low, you know, low bread, low, like yeah, lower income whatever where it you is. know, you know, maybe you asking for more than what you actually bringing in type of thing. Like that's the that's the big emphasis we yeah. gonna put on it. And and I, and also too, like living in the world now, you know, with social media, and you know, I think we're at a point where a lot of women are entrepreneurs. A lot of women are doing a thing. A lot of women are very successful, making a lot of money. Like shout out to y'all. But I feel like the world or even our culture has put like this independent woman in the box mm. to where they only can just be independent and make their own money and just do things for themselves. I, I, I really think an independent woman can make a good partner. Like just because you're an independent woman don't mean you can't make a great partner. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And then you have the other spectrum of like the women who don't really do shit and they just, you know, are getting breaded and, and getting pampered and taken care of, you know, by the men. You know what I'm saying? So... I really think they we need to kind of bridge that gap a little bit, or at least what the naysayers are saying about you know the 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 two. I love it, man. I think that's a perfect segue to a video I posted 
uh, on the porch, I think last week, where I kind of asked the people, do you still believe in roles within relationships? And the reason why I say I think that's a, a great segue, because you kind of mentioned connecting the independent woman to the woman who's like just not doing anything and just getting, you know, pampered all day. I think there's a combination of both that's like the perfect mesh because one thing about the quote unquote pampered woman, a lot of times because they're getting spoiled and they know they they're so dependent on that man, they naturally are more, more of a caterer or more willing to just do mm. stuff around the house or, or whatever the man may need. Cause they know they're dependent upon you. And then on the flip side though, for the independent woman, like the, the the benefits of them is that they are independent, which means that if you do hit a rough a rough patch, you know they got your back. Or even if you're not hitting a rough patch, you just know they they got you, and and, and you got a partner who can take stress off of you, and that's a huge thing as a man. Man, we stress out a lot about bills and taking care of the family and how we're going to do this, that, and the third. We may not always show it or say it, but trust me, every man out there who's a grown man, take care of business, they got some internal stress. And when you have an independent woman who, who can help relieve some of that, whether it's financially, emotionally, uh, et cetera, that's a, that's a great feeling. But on the negative side, some of those independent women, sometimes they, they're so independent that they're, they're not catering enough or they don't want to cook and clean and do that stuff. You know what I'm saying? And then- Going back, the women who don't do nothing, they sometimes they don't do nothing. Like they don't even like they can't cook, they can't clean, they, they can't wipe their ass, they don't know how to do anything. So right. finding that balance between the two, I think, is critical. And that's why I go back to, to the question of, of 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 do you believe in roles and relationships? Because I to this day, call me old school, call me whatever. Listen, I truly believe that roles are very important in relationships. It doesn't mean that. A woman should only do this. A man should only do that. But I do think that both people in a, in a relationship has their own like specialty. You know what I'm saying? Like correct, correct. me as a football agree, player, me as a, I was a defensive tackle, defensive lineman. My actual job as a three technique was to stay in the B gap. If it's a base defense, I'm talking sports and I'm connecting sports to real life. Stay in the B gap. That's my job. But on occasions, I might have to swing to the to the C gap. I might have to drop back and, and play like a middle linebacker. I might have to, like, there's different things that I might have to do on occasion that is not my normal job, but I'm doing that to, for the benefit of the team, for the benefit of the couple, for the benefit of, of, the, of the relationship. Now, again, you always have each other's back. So, like, if the man is the primary cook, that means he, that his role is of that couple is of being the primary cook. But that don't mean a woman just never cooks. Just Thanks. never cooks. Facts. Or if the woman is the primary like person who keeps the house nice and tidy and clean, that don't mean the, the man just makes a mess and don't clean up after himself. You're a grown ass man, clean up after yourself. And mm. you should sit, sometimes clean the house too. But again, there's certain there's certain things. I don't expect my woman Bolo to to protect me physically. Like when we out in, out in the streets, we on a date night. I'm looking around. I'm making sure everything. I'm cool. I'm having a good time. But I'm people in the scene because I, I said vows to that woman and told her parents that I got her. So I got to make sure she's safe. It's not her job to keep me safe. If somebody breaks into this house right now, I'm not going to hide behind my wife. That's not my role. My role is to put my life on the line for my household. Okay. So mm -hmm. uh, to me, like, we, we, we're so new school, man, where, you know, everything has to be equal. Women and men are exactly the same. It's just not true. It's not true. I'm sorry. I'm not sexist. I'm not none of that. Just we got to stop saying stupid shit online and just really thinking that it's true. Is, is we're not the same. I'm not saying men are better, women better, none of that. We're just not the same. We're different. And we should lean into our expertise and our yep. skills in order to maximize the relationship, Bolo. 100%, bro. You hit, it, you hit it right on the head, bro. Like being an expert in something, bro. Like why not 
continue to own a process that you are great at. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, back to the analogy of you talking about football, you know, you know, and for my listeners who don't know about football, like if this guy has this one specific gap, but the B gap, but sometimes he has the C gap or maybe the A gap, how do you think he gets there? Somebody has to communicate that, right? Mm -hmm. For him to actually get that. So I think it comes back to communication in relationships to where if somebody's the owner of a process and maybe that specific day or that specific week, they're not able to own that process, then the communication piece is for you to step in and fill that void. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's yeah. where it comes back to the balance and the equally yoke, right? It doesn't have to be, you know, 50-50 all the time, but it's like, hey, I'm here to pick up wherever you are lacking that and vice versa. And, you know, in my household, and I think we still work through it as well, because like I said, it's not, in my household, it's not a situation where, you know, I make all the money and she don't work. I think it'll be right. a whole different ballpark. Like she works, I work, you know, it's 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 equal, you know, at that same, at that same point. But in my household, there's processes that she owns and that she's an expert in. You know, if she is great at cooking, if she's great at washing clothes and she doesn't want me to, you know, use the wrong detergent for the kids or, you know, she likes folding the towels a specific way or she wants the towels and stuff to be put in the closet a specific way or the bed to be made a specific way. She owns that process and she's OK with that. Then that's cool. Right. Yep. And if I'm like, hey, you don't I don't want you touching the garbage can like I'm taking all the trash out. Like, don't worry about that. I'm cutting the grass. I'm doing those things like I appreciate and own those processes. So that way she don't have to worry about that. And it may be a situation where maybe I'm gone or maybe, you know, I'm out of the yep. house and, and the garbage overflows and she's going to step in, fill that void and take out the trash. That's what a partnership is about. You know, I think a lot of the times we want to create a divide between men and women on, you know, things that people should do. And they shouldn't do, you know, at the end of the day, like you said, bro, like there's always going to be a situation where men will have specific parts of the relationship that they'll own. Yeah. There'll always be situations where there'll be specific parts of the relationship that women will own. And that's just that. That's just how life is. That's just the natural side of that. Just like you said, somebody come in my house right now. I'm not looking. I'm not looking for my wife to protect to protect us right um right. I'm, I'm the man of the house you know that's my duty to protect my family you know what i'm saying so those are things that's just a written law that just will never change so at the end of the day it does come down to communication it does come down to hey if your if your pail is empty you know i'll make sure that i fill it with water mine is empty you'll fill mine with water but if we both have water in our pails right we'll continue to do whatever we do that we're good at to continue to make sure that our boat is flowing the way it should be I love it, bro. I think you said that perfectly. You know what I'm saying? Perfectly, man. So like, listen, y'all, it's cool to have roles, y'all. It ain't, that ain't a bad thing, y'all. So enough of it, though. I can run on that all day. Um, I want to move forward, though, bro. So there was a video, you know, me and you, we always send different videos throughout the week leading up to the show. And it was a video I think either you sent me or I sent you where a man took out his lady and allowed her to bring some of her homegirls with her. And at the end, when the bill was ready, he thought he was just paying for his wife or his girl, whatever. And she was like, nah, you allowed my, you said my friends to come out here. You have to pay for all of us. And it was like three, four friends. So he paying for, you know, five people, including himself. You know what I'm saying? Five, six people. I got to ask you, Bolo, man, in this situation, as a man, if you give your girl the green light to bring a couple of her lady friends, you know, with y'all to dinner or whatever, is it automatically your responsibility as a man to pay for you or pay for the woman and all of her friends, or is this your responsibility to just pay for your woman? Like wh which one is it? Hey man, I ain't married. I ain't married all in women. 
Hey. I know that's right, brother. <laughs> hey, look, excuse my language, but fuck them. They know they know where we was going. We going to the steak shop and we're gonna be spending two, three hundred dollars. Your meal gonna talk cost two, three hundred dollars. You better bring your bread. Don't be coming with your hand out getting full, and then when the bill come out, you are out here looking confused. Mm. Like, you know what you're getting yourself into. Like, I didn't marry you. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not paying for you. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I honestly put that on the wife. Like, don't, don't put your don't put your man in that position. You know, to be going back and forth with with women, and I'm big, I'm real old school too, where I don't argue with women. Like, I don't confront, I don't have confrontation like with women in in that type of capacity, bro. That's just, I just don't believe that that is something that we, you know, should should get into. You know what I'm saying? So, I feel like his wife should just handle that situation. You know what I'm saying? And I get it. You know, if if he like, yeah, babe, they can come too. Like, you know, tell them to pull up. Like, okay, right. You know, if if he, if, I feel like if he would have done it. Hats off to him. Like that was a great thing for you to do, but it's okay if you didn't do it though. Right. Like you're not obligated to do that. Right. Now it, may, it makes perfect sense, bro. I listen. Like if if I first of all me even giving you all the green light, like to to come to mess up our date. You know what I'm saying? Be a part of our date is already like I, I've done I've done more than Facts. enough. So me spending any money that's just like a. That's just super icing on the cake. You know super what I'm saying? Like, that should not, you should not pull up as the friend just expects me to pay for you. That's the problem, Bolo, man. What I think with this generation, man, and our generation, we expect too much from other people. Like, I wasn't mm. raised that way to expect anything. I really go in and expect the bare minimum from everybody. Even people I'm close with, expect the bare minimum and then let them surprise you. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, let them, you know, let them come through and and do and and pay for your entire meal and do this and that and invest in your company and do. But like, don't go in with such high expectations because at the end of the day, you're gonna be let down. You know what I'm saying? So I I think that's crazy in the first place, man. But I'm me, sure the me, ladies gonna disagree. Let me ask you this though, okay? Yeah. So obviously she went out. He went out, you know, with with his wife and and her friends. Mm -hmm. Obviously he wasn't. He was opposed to paying the bill for all of them. But let's let's switch the scenario a little bit. What if those girls were your mom and sister? Do you I still pay, you. or is it that same energy you're giving? If those other two, so let's say it's my wife or my girl, whatever, your my girl? mom and my little sister, my big sister, whatever. Well, that's different. I'm that's that's my mama. That's my that's those women right that you just listed. That's like the. That's like the uh, the the father, the son, the Holy Spirit. That's, like when it comes to the women, that's that's like the that's the triple. That's the you know what I mean. That's my no, facts, mm, facts, that's facts, my mama, facts. my sister. They yeah, they they can't. That's pay what I'm for saying. It. That's different. Hundred percent. Yo, homegirls though, they. Ain't and that's what I'm saying. Like friends. Funny. That's what I'm like. Okay, it would be justifiable if it was like a family member. You know what I'm saying? Like your your sister or your mom. And I'm like, okay, like damn, you kind of wrong for not, you know, inviting your mom out, not paying for it. Like that's yeah. that's Bodine, but. I'm like, yo, friends, like, blah. Right. Like, I don't talk to them. I ain't got no relationship with them. I don't give a fuck about them. Like, them, them your friends. Right. I don't even like, I don't even fuck with Shorty yeah. right there. You know I don't. Mama, all that goofy shit. Right. Get that <laughs> over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, nah, we definitely on the same page there, my brother. Uh, did you see, I know, real quick, side note, we ain't even talking about this. You see that video of Buddy jumped over the damn and, and tackled the judge? What was he on? What was he on? First, first off. The athleticism on that brother, ten out of ten. Got to take my hat off for the brother. The is he D one? Was he D one? Damn, there is D one for real. I think the, like, the the Eagles could use him right. Now. I know a few NFL teams who can use Buddy right now. Like he he fucking around can be doing the high jump the way he jumped over that podium like that, bro. 
He cleared it and make no contact. He didn't think twice, bro. But it was so silly how, like, they showed the picture afterwards. Buddy had a mask on. He had yeah. gloves on, just strapped up. Like a wrestler. Like, he did He did do some do some bogus shit. But I'm like, damn, they got a mask on that boy. Like, he about to bite a motherfucker. <laughs> he probably did. I don't know. I'm like, he why the fuck be. they put a mask on him like that for? Yeah, like he, a cage mask on. He looked like him. He looked like Hannibal Lecter. He looked like yeah, a motherfucker who might bite someone. He like came from wrestling. Judge Judy said, "You see, Judge Judy was like, would have shot him. They should have shot him. She better get her little square smoking ass out, out of here. A little Marlboro built there. Uh, oh, let me. Oh, what's yeah. about though? I know all the black people. We naturally get mad when you talk. So, but I don't. That was advocate though. You asked me a question on the last segment. Last question. What if that judge was your mama? What if that judge was my mama, bro? You got a fucking bailiff there." Bro, tackle that man. You know he not armed. You better do the, do your fucking job. You ain't got to shoot that brother. That's true. That's Go true. get him. Like, That's you know true. what I'm saying? Buddy, y'all like this and shit, punching on him like a little ass bitch. Like, bro, he better. I would have. Boo. Mm, soon as he would have, I would have tackled his ass out the air. What took, what took him so long to get to him? That's what weird. What took him so long, bro? Like, how he get to that point? Bro, because what happens is motherfuckers be posted just knowing that shit ain't going to happen and Ooh. shit pop off. Probably be stuck in mud. Stuck. Yep. Wasn't even trying to move, bro. They be having, they be having some motherfucking, uh, they be they having, having some, the wrong people doing that some shit. Juco dudes back there. I need, no, I'm <laughs> shout to Juco, man. I'm talking shit, man. Shout to JB, man. I know everybody talking crazy. Oh uh, uh, shit. But nah, no dudes. They don't be prepared, bro, at all. So yeah. So buddy, buddy has tweaking because they didn't, they didn't slapped a couple more felonies on on his shit. So whatever he did beforehand, it, psh, fuck that. Like you, you about to go to jail, jail now, brother. Nah, he definitely is, man. He definitely is. Uh, before we go, Bolo, man, we got it. We got to touch on. I, I got two more topics, but one that's major. It's been on all all the social media streets, man. All the headlines. Cat Williams, man, he came, man, he came through and brought the hammer and the heat with him, man, on Club Shay Shay. Shout out to my brother CJ Deer, Christian Deer, man, lead producer on Club Shay Shay. So gotta mm. shout out my brother. But yeah, Cat Williams, man, Shannon didn't have a chance to even like. As soon as he said the intro, he got done. Cat just went in. Hey, be honest with you, bro. That's probably the easiest bread Shay Shay ever gonna make in his life, bro. Ooh, man. This is like 30 million views, I think, right now. Bro, 30 million views, bro, in like four days, bro. Shay Shay just introduced the man, sat back, bro, and drank his little drink, bro, and that was it. That's all he had to do. Cat Caner with a plan. He said, I'm tall. I'm calling out. Hey, he called out Cedric the Entertainer, Steve Harvey, Ludacris, Kevin Hart, Chris Tucker. Uh, I'm missing people. I'm trying to phase on phase on love. love. He he he, kept, he lit him up like he he was going in, Bolo. He was yeah, going. Bro, in. He 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 had a lot of people. <laughs> he got a lot of people on his hit list, bro. And it's so funny. I was watching a couple snippets of, of the Joe Buttons podcast. Shout out to Joe Buttons. He was like, "Is it button or buns?" Joe Buttons. Is it buttons or button? Is it plural or is it singular? Joe Button. I think it's Joe. I'm asking I say, you. Shit, I don't know. I say Joe Budden. Shit. <laughs> pump, pump, pump it up. Head ass. <laughs> All right, keep going. I'll fight with you. No, I mean, he made a good point. He was like, everybody, first off, everybody felt the need to respond, right? Yeah. And also, too, the motherfuckers who responded, they necessarily didn't try to attack Cat Williams for the things that they were saying. They were either right. A, trying to cover their story up or try to make some sense of it. Or they were just saying blessings or pray for that brother or blah blah blah. Like I feel like right. if a motherfucker going at me, I'm going back at your neck. Like if something right. is false, like I'm I'm letting it out. Like fucking um, what's his name? Um, 
Ricky Smiley was crying and shit, doing all that extra shit. Like Ludacris making a song and all that goofy shit. Like, boy, that <laughs> shit is goofy. Like, blah, all that shit. Which, which means, like, you know, I think that shit. A lot of that shit that Cat Williams was saying, you know, was the truth, bro. Mm. And 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 social media crazy because I've been seeing a lot of videos of Cat Williams having stand up and saying certain jokes, and then they going back to jokes that Steve Harvey said right after that, and he copying the same jokes. Yeah, My motherfuckers is stealing jokes, bro. Like I'm like, damn, this shit I saw is- a lot with Cedric the Entertainer, like Cedric some real, like direct, exact jokes, not even from Cat, but like from other cats, like other dudes, uh-huh. or whatever. I'm like, it's an interesting thing. I listen, Cat Wim, I, I I agree with you. I believe a lot of what he said probably was true because he just been in the game for so long, a long time. He knows so much, so many stories. He's always been a comic who, even you think back at one of his probably his best stand up of all time with Pip Chronicles. He was talking about. You know, he he was at he was at a holiday, he was at a Hollywood party and opened the door and saw uh Mr. Ogilvy or whatever in the back room, like with another dude. Like we laughed and joked, but he was telling us that was a true story right there that he's, that he's bringing up. So he's always been knowing information and saying certain things. So I believe a lot of what he said, but I also believe some of it is just like his opinion, but he just says it so strongly. That it right. comes off as like a fact, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I definitely think he added a little salt and pepper to to his stories stuff, to give yeah. it a little bit of a, uh, you know what I'm saying, a little yeah. bit more seasoning to his story. But I mean, you're a comedian though, you know what I mean? So delivery is everything, and I think he did a hell of a job with with selling what he, you know, what he was pushing, you know, because yeah. you know he got 30, 35 plus million people who already viewed a three hour interview. Yes. It wasn't just no short interview. It wasn't no snippets. It was a long interview where I, I fell asleep on it and had to finish watching it the next day type Me shit. Me and the wife watched like two and a half of it, like just straight. Like yeah. straight just going in. So like, nah, shout out to Cat. I think this is the best time. Cat, if you listen right now, brother, and I don't need to you make more money than me, so I don't need to really tell you this, but take advantage of all this attention right now. Drop some shirts or something. Drop a, a, a new comic. Uh, some Drop some now because the streets yeah. is calling he's the algorithm so, working so, in your favor. He's so dangerous. He going. He going on tour with uh Kevin Hart, X Y. Oh, Tory Hart. Yeah. I saw that. He, he, he like, what does that mean? It. You know what I'm saying? But man, shout out to shout out to Cat Williams too, because you know I I did hear like he do a lot of philanthropic stuff as mm-hmm. well. He do a lot of giving. You know what I mean? And it'll be a lot of times you see a lot of these rich folk out here doing it for the views and, and making sure people see it. And you don't see a lot of shit from Cat Williams. You just hear people say it. So I'm like, that almost holds more weight than anything because it's like, he doing it for the right reason. He ain't doing it to be seen. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that was cool. That Boosie shit was cool too. When Boosie said he had got out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cat Williams invited him to the show, slid him 15 racks to get back on his feet. Like that's just some real nigga shit. So, yeah. you know, I definitely think Cat, Cat a different, he a different dude, but I think he he means well, bro, and shit, you know. And he he kept talking about God, bro. You know what I'm he saying? Which did. which brought things full circle. I'm like, man, he, he on to something. So yeah. My only thing is like the, the before we, we transition is like he caught out so many people. I'm like, damn, like, is any you fuck with anybody? Like, is any is any comedy? Is any dude cool? I mean, I he's I know he likes Chappelle, he like, he like, you know, Mike Epps. You know, Wanda Sykes, some of the mm-hmm. women, but like I was like, he caught all like so many people in the industry. I'm like, damn, I'm like, I'm like, damn, Cedric like that. I'm like, Steve like that. I'm like, these people who I see, I grew up like he showed love to DL Hughley too, though. He did show love to DL. He said, Yeah, he showed, he he showed love to DL. It makes Hughley, sense though. too, because DL, he's kind of like you follow him on Instagram or his page, social media. He's a 
a guy that like stands on his beliefs and he's not scared to speak over all certain things. So kind of similar vibe, you yeah. know what I'm saying? That's what and, they do. And, and before we transition to like, you know, um, you know, obviously this money shit, y'all, this money shit dangerous, man. This money shit turning you turn people into monsters, bro, turn people into people who who they, who they ain't. Like Steve Harvey, they brung up a snippet snippet when Monique was talking and stuff, and, and she just wanted people at, at one point in time to just have her back, you know, other yeah. people in the industry. And you know, he turned around and said, like, you know, it's about the money. Like, I ain't nothing gonna, you know, stop me from you know, mm. getting this money, it's about the dollar, whatever, whatever. And and Monique was like, it's about the integrity side of things. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, you know, after hearing that about Steve Harvey, bro, it's just like, you know, a lot of people chasing the dollar. And, and you know, you know, who am I to, you know, say say something different? You know, when people, you know, they got Steve Harvey worth about 200 million, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, I mean, is yeah. it worth it though? Cause shit is really coming to the forefront now. Like motherfuckers is starting to get exposed now. Darkness is coming to light mm. in a lot of different capacities, bro. And it's like, and it's true. You better you better call out those demons while you can, brother. Because once you get once you get exiled, bro, that money ain't gonna mean nothing. Ooh-wee. But look, getting deep right now on the porch. Yeah, I like bro. that. That's real. That's real. That's real, man. So right. now I love it, bro. Uh, I told you, you know earlier at the top of the show that we was gonna. Come back to a, a, a one more sports talk before we end it, man. Obviously, you are our Chicago native, man, through and through. Chicago Bears fan. Y'all missed the playoffs, but y'all did in this season, you know, pretty well, kind of, pretty well we four man. And two. We went four and two the last yeah. six games. We went four and two. Look so good. how we ended, yeah. And I know you were a Justin Fields fan. I actually yeah. am as well, man. You know, he had so many highs and lows again this season. It's times during the year where you look at him, you're like, man, this guy, he looks – like really bad, you know what I'm saying? But then he ends the season, and you're like, man, this guy, you put the right piece around, you give him time, right system, this guy can be a legit quarterback. Now the main topic of discussion right now going on in sports media, one of the main topics is what should the Chicago Bears do? You guys have the number one overall pick, and I believe the number nine pick, I'll have to go double check to make sure, but I know you got number one pick. And Caleb Williams is the hottest thing out right now. Everyone's saying this guy is going to the next Patrick Mahomes, he's a lock. You'd be crazy to not draft him. You, as a Chicago Bears fan, man, what should the Bears do? What do you want your Bears to do? You want them to stay and rock with Justin Fields and use those picks to get like a Marvin Harrison Jr. and get some uh, some other weapons around them to, to really solidify that offense? Or you think it's a no-brainer, man? Hey, Justin Fields, we appreciate you. It's time to move on and uh, go to Caleb Williams' route. Bro, so I got I got two sides. I got what what I know the Bears will do, and I got my thought on what I think the Bears should do. So the Bears for me, bro, Bears is like that toxic girlfriend mm. or that that toxic individual, right? Where like, okay, you you're attractive because you you maybe you got a little bit of money, right? So I'm gonna date you, right? You're gonna pursue me, I'm gonna date you because you you got a little bit of money, right? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. all the while, right, you know, speaking speaking in the Bears tense, right? You know that hey, like I'm I'm toxic, I'm bad, so. If you come in and, and make me a better person, great. But if you don't make me a better person, I just got to move on and find me another boo. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's just how the Bears are. The Bears, within since 2012, had had 14 different quarterbacks underneath the center, right? So what my thought is from this point, Justin Fields is no different. They're going to do away with Justin Fields and go ahead and grab somebody else. It's just like that, that toxic relationship where – they toxic, right? They're going to put that toxicity out there. They you know, make it seem like maybe he's the problem, but all the while the Bears are the problem. And then they just going to go ahead and grab another boo. 
Mm. And then that same cycle is going to continue to happen and continue to happen. Well, all the while where Justin Fields is going to realize to himself, he may even, even realize it now that, hey, I, I was thinking I was a problem, but I'm not the problem. You the problem. It ain't you know? me, it's you. It's not me, it's you. This whole time. And that manipulative behavior is what the Bears have been doing, bro, to quarterbacks since 2013, bro. And in that organization, that has always been. It's been toxic, bro. They let that black that black head coach go, who mm -hmm. went 10, 10 and 4, I think, at the time, bro. Took these guys to the Super Bowl, and they ain't had a winning season since. You know mm. what I'm saying? So now they toxic. Now they in situations where you know, they can't get themselves out of, and now they just bringing these young quarterbacks into the situation and trying to fuck up their career. Mitch Trubisky, Justin Fields. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, like, this is going to be an ever cycle. Like, I, I don't think, I don't think Caleb Williams will get to the Bears and change, change the narrative. I think it's going to be the same cycle. I'm not saying that Caleb Williams and Justin Fields, like, who's the better quarterback, blah, blah, blah. I don't think that matters. I think you can grab the best quarterback out of the draft. I think you're just going to run into the same issues. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to run for his life just like Justin Fields ran for his life. There wasn't no offensive identity. There probably won't be no offensive identity with Caleb Williams either. Mm. But what I think the Bears will do, though, right, um, to answer the question, though, I think they'll go with Caleb Williams. And yep. then I'm going to go ahead and say that the Justin Fields is going to get picked up by the Atlanta Falcons. He's going to go play in his home, his hometown, and he's going he's gonna to be a good quarterback for him. Oh man, drop the mic, man. I gotta, I'm gonna add the clapping sound effect to this point right here. That was a hell of a take, hell of a, a analogy. The black head coach you were referring to was Lovey Smith. Yes, you know, Lovey. that was the first time in Super Bowl history that two black head coaches have faced each other and Tony Dudgeon and Lovey Smith. And you're right, though, man. It's not really the quarterback problem in Chicago, it's the Bears Foundation. Y'all have never really had man. a quarterback, really. Y'all not already bro. look back. That's always been like y'all issue, just the quarterback bro. position. Jay Cutler, bro, was a quarterback. He was decent. Yeah, you know what super I'm talented. And super talented, you're right. And that's the guy who took us to where we needed to be. You know, think about the evolution of the game now. Well, it was Rex right? Grossman who was, was yeah, a Super Rex, Bowl Rex was, Rex, yep. yeah, Rex, yep, yep. And then we had, remember we had uh, Orton. Orton yep, was our quarterback Cal for Orton. a little bit. Uh, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? So we had a lot of different quarterbacks. But, like, the evolution of the game, you would think, you know, now that we, we're getting like a Mitch Trubisky, right? I thought Mitch Trubisky was a decent quarterback to where to the he should have been able to work. You know what I'm yep. saying? Pretty good quarterback. Justin Fields, no brainer. Right. No fucking brainer. He should have been in, in there playing for the Ohio State, playing in, in those big big time games, bro. His game should have translated properly to the, to the NFL. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like I get there are certain situations where maybe he missed plays downfield and things like that, but from a development standpoint, from a you know, creating the offense around your quarterback to allow him to utilize his strengths. Like, they lack at that real bad, man. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And I think this is an offensive league. Like, if you can't really get shit going on offense, defense is just one of those things where being but don't break, but you eventually going to break if you ain't got no offensive movement. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mike drop right there, brother. Mike drop, yeah. man. So, But in summation, though, I hope they keep Justin Fields, though. Right. But this is what I think the Bears will do just because traditionally they have always – you know, yeah. pimped motherfuckers out. And then when they're done with them, they get rid of them. Yeah, man. And that's probably the, the safe decision from a higher, uh, the higher up standpoint. Like if you stay with Justin Fields and Caleb Williams go somewhere else and he's anywhere near as great as everyone is claiming him to be. And Justin Fields doesn't improve like to, to, to that level and really improve right. the franchise, everybody fired. You know what I'm saying? If you go with Caleb Williams, even if Caleb struggles in his first year or two, it still buys you time 
you know, man, because no one's gonna look at you crazy if you drive the killer woman because everybody's saying you should do that. Everybody named mama saying that. So it's like, all right, cool. But if you go another route and you stay with your quarterback over killer woman, because now it's gonna it's gonna be like you passed up an opportunity to get Patrick Mahomes because he was in the same draft with Trubisky. People forget about that. Now you pass him on the opportunity. Last year you passed him an opportunity to get CJ Stroud. You know, uh, he already had. You know, you already had. You already has. You know, Justin. But you could have got Bryce. You could have got CJ. Pass that up. Now this year they would say you passed up on Caleb, uh, Penix Jr., Drake May. That's a loaded quarterback class. So loaded quarterback. Class. I think they're going to go this the route of going with Caleb Williams just to, more so to, to protect their their jobs and kind of save face. So. Yeah, I'm not fucking with Ibra Flutes, man. I think they get Caleb Williams. They'll probably get a receiver. I mean, who knows? We'll see. But you still got to get somebody to block for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, who it is. Caleb Williams is definitely a great athlete. I think analysts in the world put a lot of pressure on that kid to be something that I don't think he will be in the league. Um, I think in the league, you got to be more than just an athletic quarterback. Like, you got to command the room. You got to command the locker room. You got to be a leader. You got to show humility, like, things like that. And the last couple games that I've seen from him, bro, just kind of shows the kid in him. He didn't really show his maturity, bro. And I think that shit really is going to play a big part in his his success, bro. You know what I'm saying? Point. So many intangibles, bro, that goes into being a football player that you so can't many, read, bro. you can't see on the stat sheet. So I love it, man. But one thing you can't see on the stat sheet, man, is that the porch is popping, man. 2024 is oh our year. All about growth, all about ele- elevation, man. All about raw simplicity. And matter of fact, make sure y'all go order your raw simplicity smell goods, man. It's right there at the top of our page. It's in our link tree, man. Support the porch. Get your exclusive porch cologne. And uh, man, hey, I'm excited for the year, Bolo, man. It's the first of many. We're going to have some very exciting guests where you got a few lined up this month. And uh, yeah, man, that's all I got. And make sure y'all hit that like button. Y'all subscribe. You ain't subscribed yet. Share this with your friends. Drop it in the group chat. And share, share, share your ideas. If there's something you want us to talk about, a topic you want us to discuss. Obviously, we got a brand new segment. Uh, what's your response? Please, please, if you listen to this, send in your different scenarios to us via DM or text if you got our numbers personally, email, however you want to do it. Send us your different scenarios and we will add it to the nice. show for the segment. If you want, you want a shout out, we'll shout you out as well. And uh, I can't wait to hear them, Bolo. Yes, sir. It's 2024, baby. And as always, we appreciate y'all, man. And just know, days change, but the message stays the same. Mm. Just make sure that the best you is the best you. And we out. Peace. Detaching the ones who keep acting attached to leech. I am no pastor, but actually preach. And look up these letters and actually read. That was where I began. Had to put in work. Every day we got it in. Chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.